Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. What's up? I'm Stacy, the host of She Wakes Up, and I'm here to welcome you back to another episode. Today, we're going to talk about something that has been brought to my attention multiple times within the last week. I have probably had three conversations around this, and I don't know if that's just a sign, but I'm going to take it and run with it, and we're going to have this conversation today because it is definitely something that I can speak from, from my own experience, and Even though there are a little bit of differences with each situation, the whole big picture is very similar. So I'm just here to have a conversation and open up about being unhappy in your relationship or your marriage. And this is something that a lot of times, if you are in this situation, you feel guilty for even questioning whether or not you're unhappy. So you ask yourself first and foremost, is it okay that I'm even unhappy to begin with? And should I even be talking about this? Should I be thinking about this? And you get really stuck in your head. And some of it is, you know, you want to put on a face for everybody else. You want to show up. You want to not bring everybody else into your business. So you act as if everything is fine, especially around those who are closest to you. And so a lot of times you're in this by yourself because sometimes a partner doesn't even understand or know that you're thinking these things. And it's hard because you don't know 100% what you want because you don't know 100% what it looks like on the other side. And you're asking yourself a lot of what if questions, especially if you have kids involved or you've been in this relationship for a very long time. Maybe commitment is a huge value to you and loyalty and you just can't see yourself um, leaving the situation. Whatever it is, I just wanted to show up here and validate that these are normal thoughts and these are things that are a lot more common than you may think. It's just not talked about. So I'm here, of course, to talk about it because like I said, we need to have more conversations around the hard things and to know that you're not alone is huge because when you're in this situation, it's very easy to feel like you're by yourself. Like I said, if you're not even sure, you're probably not even having this conversation outside of your own head. And it gets really hard and it gets really lonely and it gets really exhausting. So how do you know if you're truly unhappy or if you're just in a phase? Well, personally, I know that it took me eight years from the time that I knew that I wanted to get out of this relationship to the time that I actually left because all of the things were going through my head. I don't know what's on the other side of this. I can't financially support myself. What about my daughter? I'm breaking up a family, which goes against everything that I was raised to believe. 
I'm going to hurt this person that I did and still care about in some capacity. And what are people going to say? What are people going to think? Does this make me a bad person? This person's going to change. You know, maybe I need to figure out what it is that I want before I make this decision. Just justifying it up and down, which I did for years. And like I said, from the time that I had made this decision that I knew I wanted to get out to the time that I actually left was eight years. And I put myself through so much unnecessary stuff because I was scared. I was scared of the unknown. I was scared because I didn't have all the answers. I didn't know how I was going to support myself. I was afraid that I was, you know, doing something wrong for my daughter and this was going to affect her for the rest of her life. Like I had so much heaviness to carry around and try to figure out if this is what I wanted. And as time went on, it just got to a point where, you know, at that, I was at the end of my rope at the end, but within those eight years, it was just this up and down, emotional, exhausting, it's good, it's bad, it's great, it's really bad, never really feeling like I knew who I was, never felt like I was being honest with myself, never really felt authentically happy, and just kind of going through the motions and really surviving, just getting by, um, not really... I don't know. I guess I was pretty numb to the whole thing looking back. So it is, it is a process. And these women that have come to me are in very similar situations where they have been in these relationships for a long time. And I feel like, of course, with time and with maybe having combined finances and kids involved and a mortgage or whatever it is, it can be really difficult because there's so much that you've put into this, you know, so much time, so much effort, so much stuff. This is your life. This is what you know. And for the women that have come to me are in a very similar situation where they've known for a long time now that they want out, but it's scary. They don't know how to do it. They are worried about the judgment. They are worried about their kids. And it's a legit thing. There's a reason why a lot of relationships fail in one way or another is because when you're in this and you're not truly happy and you're not truly tuned into what you want, you're doing everything for everybody else. You get to this point where you start to realize like, whoa, wait a minute, is this really the life that I want? And you become a different person and that's okay. And maybe the person that you're with becomes a different person and that's okay. But if you can't grow together, you're going to grow apart. And there's usually two different scenarios with this. One You grow apart and you stay in your relationship or your marriage because of all the reasons that we just listed off, and it's easy to be comfortable. This is familiar to you. You've been in it. You're just going to give it the best that you have and know that, you know, you're probably never going to be 100% happy, and it might get worse, but you stay. So then you're just unhappy. You go in this relationship for many more years just unhappy. And then the other situation is you grow apart and you realize that you're no longer happy. Maybe it's super toxic. Maybe, you know, you just, you're at your breaking point and you do end up calling it quits. And so relationships end up in separation or divorce because of that, because either party or both parties recognize that they are different now and they're no longer happy with one another. And that doesn't take away the emotion. You know, obviously you can still care about somebody and want the best for somebody, But also recognizing that with that, that may mean that they're better off without you and vice versa. I can totally empathize and never, ever am I judgmental of anybody who stays in a relationship for whatever reason. 
even if it's a toxic, abusive relationship, because it is a lot harder to get out. And when somebody just says, oh, just get out, just leave. Why don't you leave? I don't understand. That's right. They don't understand. Unless you've actually been in that situation of feeling stuck and not knowing what the next step looks like, you can't get out. It's scary. You don't know what to do. You know you want to get out. You know you have to get out. Sometimes it's just a survival mechanism that you are always on edge just going through the day-to-day trying to survive. And just know that I come from a place of understanding and never, ever judging anybody for the reasons why they feel like they have to stay. They're at this point in their relationship and they're doing what's best for them. I can absolutely understand the hard. And I'll just give you an example. So you've kind of heard a little bit of my story and the women that have come to me recently, the one has been in her marriage and she's got two younger kids and she's always been the one to stay home. And her husband's been the one that's been making all the money. Everything is in his name and she doesn't have any credit. She doesn't have a job because she's always stayed home. So she's at a place where she's very unhappy She's tried, she's put in the effort, she's had conversations, and her husband just isn't getting it. He doesn't seem to care to her, in her eyes, doesn't seem to care enough to change or do anything about it. And it's this up and down of things are okay, you know, we can just make it, I'm comfortable, this is the way it is, it's okay, I can accept it, to this is really freaking hard, I am so unhappy, why am I still in this, and how in the hell do I get out? And this is her being in her head constantly. It's a constant battle back and forth, really understanding that she doesn't have a job. So how is she going to support herself and her kids? She doesn't have anywhere to stay in the meantime. So she's stuck at home with her husband and her kids. And she doesn't ever want to give up the rights to her kids. She's going to fight tooth and nail to have as much custody as she can with her kids. And so that means even in a temporary basis, you know, as a mother, I can completely understand that it would kill me to not be able to tuck my kids in bed at night, you know, and so I don't blame her one bit for that. Also, not having any credit or anything in her name is going to be really difficult to obtain even somewhere to rent. So she's just in this really crappy situation. and. All I could offer her is if she knows in her gut, her gut is telling her, and I know because I've had conversations with her before, and this was years ago, knowing that she was unhappy then. And it just reminded me of my own experience of staying and then having that experience and understanding, having been out of it now for quite some time and looking back and realizing, oh my gosh, how much sooner could I have felt this relief if I only just would have left sooner, you know, but you, when you're in it, you can't ever picture what it's like on the other side until you have time to heal and see it from a different perspective. So I understand she's in the trenches right now. She's in that survival mode. And it's really hard to see that there is light at the other side of this. And of course, not knowing how to even get there. What is her first step? And so I just offered to her that if this is how she's feeling and she knows for these years, she's known that the only first thing that makes the most sense is to start the process of leaving, which means for her filing for divorce and making that the final decision and the very first step for her. Because just like for me, Even when I was certain that I was leaving, it's not an overnight thing. When you make that decision that you are 100% sure that you're out of there, 
it doesn't happen overnight. And I know for some people that have been in abusive relationships, like that is how it happens. It's like, I got to leave. I'm leaving. I'm packing my bags. I'm out of here tonight. I'm leaving while he's working or, you know, whatever it is. But usually that's not the case. And even for me in an abusive, toxic relationship, I wasn't able to do that. I was not able to leave right away. But when I did, I did just that. I packed my car and made four trips back and forth from my house to my parents' house. I took the sentimental things, some personal things, left most of it behind. And I was gone and there was no looking back. And I had to stay with my parents for six months before I could get an apartment because I was on a waiting list. And when I did get my apartment and finally moved in, it was way over my budget. But it was it was a fresh start for my daughter and I. And of course, she had all of her stuff. We did her room up. We painted it. And we just had fun. I made it a good, happy experience for her. I had just landed my, real first, my first real job as a nurse out of school. And um, even still, like I still had a car payment. And you know how it is. You have utilities and groceries and all the things. And also, I left most of my furniture behind. So here I was in my empty apartment. Like I had a mattress on the floor that my parents gave me that was my old bed when I lived there before. And I didn't care though. I was so happy to be out of that situation finally. Like I didn't care that I was eating dinner on the floor with my daughter. I didn't care. We were in our own space. We were safe. We were happy. And we had a place to call our own and to make our own. That's why I told her it's going to take time. The fact that she doesn't have a job lined up right now. She doesn't have any income. There are avenues. She can apply for state aid, um, but it is definitely a process and it's not impossible, but it takes dedication and it takes work. And you have to understand that it's going to take a little bit of time, but you've been in it for this long. And if, as long as you're in a safe environment, you know, sometimes you just have to put your nose to the ground and understand that, This is going to be a little bit longer than you would like, but you're going to get out eventually. So the first step is the most important because that's what's going to get the ball rolling. But if you're still in this contemplation phase where you know you want to get out, but you're still caught up in the how, you're still caught up with the unknown, you're still caught up in your fear, you're not going to take that initial step because that's what's going to hold you back. And this is where I speak on this podcast and my coaching is you're stuck in this relationship, like literally. And what does that look like? What does the next step look like so that I can stop this cycle and actually break free? And so when we work one-on-one through my coaching, we go through all of these things. We go through all the things that are holding you back and um, what those roadblocks that we can anticipate that are going to happen because everybody's situation is different. You know, obviously, like I said, these situations are similar to my own experiences, but with very many differences. So it's not going to be the exact same walk that I took to leave my relationship, but because I had to go through very similar overall I can offer her the best information that I can. I can provide her with the resources that I am familiar with that are out there to help her to navigate this in a way that's going to be a little bit easier and might speed up the process just a little bit for her. Because I know, like I said, years ago, we were having these conversations. She was ready then, but she's telling me now, like, I am so ready. She told me, she goes, do you remember when you told me that I would just know one day, like it would just click and I would be done? And I'm like, yeah, of course I remember that conversation. And she was like, well, I'm there. I'm done. Now what? And, you know, then it's 
just that conversation of helping her recognize that this is a process and just reassuring her that, you know, she's not doing the wrong thing. If this is what feels right to her, then it's the right decision and everything will fall into place. Everything like Marie Forleo says is figure outable. And it is because I'm telling you, I didn't have all the answers when I left my relationship. I was scared shitless, even though I had a job lined up. Like I said, I was in an empty apartment and it was above my budget at the time. I didn't know what I was going to do day to day. I just knew that I was going to take it one step at a time. And that was going to lead me into something else. And it did. And eventually all those steps did figure themselves out. Everything did fall into place and it wasn't immediate, but I just had to take myself away from that big picture of the unknown because that is so overwhelming and it's scary and you just literally have to put one foot in front of the other because honestly, that's the hardest thing. But if you can start doing that, then your steps are going to lead you in the right direction and you're going to get there. You will get to the other side, but you just got to know, you got to keep going with your heart and your gut. You have to keep listening to that and know why you're doing it. You have to keep telling yourself the reasons why. You have to remind yourself on a daily basis, this is hard. I don't have all the answers. It's okay. This is what I need to do. This is what's best for me. And for anybody that's listening that has kids involved, this is one of the hardest situations. And I understand because I was there and I've had multiple conversations with other women who feel the exact same way because as moms, we put our kids first all the time. And as part of this podcast, you know, I remind you that it's very important to put yourself before anybody because you're not able to help anybody to the best of your ability until you're able to help yourself. And that means... In this situation, in the relationship where you're unhappy and you want to get out, you have to do what's best for you. Because when I realized when I was in my relationship and I was fighting for eight years to justify it and to stay, because I thought at the time that was what was best for my daughter. I wasn't even taking into consideration my own emotions and what I needed. I was worried about how my decisions were going to affect her. And for those eight years, I kept telling myself, I'm not splitting up a family I'm going to stick this out. The grass isn't greener. You know, things will get better. It's not terrible. And then I finally realized, wow, no, this is not what's best for my daughter. And you want to know why? It's because I am showing my daughter that this is what a normal, healthy, happy relationship should look like. I am modeling to her what a healthy relationship looks like. And this was one of the most toxic, unhappy. I was on anxiety medication. I was so unhappy, but I hid behind my smile and I just went through the motions and I was just doing my thing, telling myself it'll get better every single day to then realize, wow, what am I teaching my daughter by doing this? And then for her to see me being treated and and called out of my name, that that was normal. And I didn't want her to grow up thinking that, and I will be damned if she's going to be in that kind of relationship because that's all she knows. And that hit me hard. And that was like one of those moments where it was like a hard conversation with myself. And I'm like, look, this is what you need to do because one, you're showing your daughter that this is okay. Two, your daughter sees you. She knows these kids are smarter than you give them credit for. You know, at the time she was only six, 
And I, when I finally left, she was eight years old. She remembers things back when she was three. These kids see everything. They know. They can tell. They know that when mom and dad are arguing, that's not okay. They're not happy. And they see that. And she saw me crying. She saw us arguing. She saw him throwing things at me. She would lock herself in a room and cry because she was scared. She was worried. I mean, now that she's 15, we've had conversations about this and she's just telling me all these things. And I, at the time, never knew how much it was affecting her. You know, if I would have known, I don't know that I would have gotten out any sooner because like I said, it's hard and you feel stuck and I get that. And that's where I don't place judgment because it's like, even though I would have known that, I can't say a hundred percent that I would have got out then. But it was when I had that moment of, I just realized, wow, I had my wake up call. Like you are not doing this for one, for you. And you're certainly not staying because it's what's best for your daughter. The other woman that I was speaking with about her situation is similar. You know, she's got kids that are pretty much going to be moving out here soon. And she's in a similar toxic environment where her husband talks down to her and models the same behavior in front of her kids. And she stayed because of the kids. And she's also stayed because of finances. And so she's just been stuck and she stays comfortable and she knows that she's not happy, but she just doesn't know how to get out. And she's afraid that her kids are going to judge her. She's afraid that her kids are going to be mad at her. She's afraid of what she's going to do to her kids. And when I was having a conversation with her, I told her exactly what happened to me. And I said, your kids are at a place where they are old enough to start understanding how healthy relationships look and that dynamic. And if they have witnessed what you're telling me that they've witnessed all these years, they know you're unhappy. And they may commend you for sticking it out. They might be initially shocked and initially hurt because sure, nobody likes it when their parents split up and it is a hard shift. You know, I mean, especially you grow up all these years with two parents in a home and you don't know anything different. So it is uncomfortable at first, but ultimately your kids want what's best for you too. They just don't say that. They just don't tell you what you need to do because that's not their place. And as they grow older and they recognize the hard things that you had to do to overcome so that you could be happy, they're happy for you because they want you to be happy. And they might not understand the things that happen and, you know, the ins and outs of all of your relationship over the years, and they don't need to, but they sure as shit know when you're happy and they know when you're not being treated as you deserve to be treated. They are so smart and they catch on. Even if you're not out there and totally honest with them about what's going on, they can pick it out. And they might not fully understand, but like I said, they're very well aware. You're not hiding anything from them. If they're present in your life full time, trust me, they know, they see it. And so, yeah, it's hard. Yes, you want to do what's best for your kids and you feel some sort of guilt because you think that leaving Or that you even thinking that you're unhappy or questioning leaving makes you a bad person. It makes you a bad wife or a spouse or partner. It makes you a bad mom. No, it makes you human. That's part of getting unstuck. It's part of knowing who you are and loving yourself. Because if you continue to put yourself in this situation knowingly that you are so unhappy, 
and you don't want to be there, or maybe you're not at a point where you want to leave. Maybe you're just at a point where you're like, I, I feel like we need to do something. Like we need to have a conversation at least, or we need to start dating each other again because we're so far removed because we're so involved in work or our kids or whatever else is going on. It can be really easy to not prioritize your relationship because it's comfortable. And you know that at the end of the day, there's nothing that bad that's going to cause either one of you to leave. It's just you guys are kind of roommates. So even if you're not at a point where you're leaving, but you know that there's something that needs to happen in order to mend this relationship, that's okay. And it's never too late. If you want to fix it, fix it. If that's what your heart is telling you, there are different avenues that you can take. It's a matter of having that conversation. I tell people all the time, communication is key. And if you're feeling this way and you have these thoughts and emotions and you're not saying anything to anybody, especially to your partner, then how in the hell are they ever going to know that this is how you're feeling? And how are they going to know that there are certain things about them in the situation that they need to change or work on or that maybe you just need supported in a different way? But if you're not having those conversations, you're never going to heal that. Maybe the conversation needs to be facilitated by somebody in counseling. You know, there's no shame in that. But if you're recognizing that you do want to save your relationship and you've tried and it's just beyond you at this point, that's okay. There, That's totally okay. But at least you're taking the steps and you know that you are willing to fix it and you don't know what that looks like. And it may end up being that in the end of it, when you go through all of this, that it is something that you decide that you're going to separate yourself from. And that's okay too. All of this is just trying to figure out what it is that serves you. Look inward. Tune into yourself. If you're staying because of you, great. If you're only staying for other reasons, like your kids or your finances, ultimately, this is going to take you down a very destructive path. I was so unhealthy. I was mentally, physically unhealthy. I couldn't sleep well. Like, it was taking a toll on me, my unhappiness in this relationship. And I just, I didn't care. All I kept thinking about was my daughter. Like I said, in the end, that's not what was best for her. And if you are in that place where you're ready to leave, the biggest thing that you can do, aside from listen to your gut, is to take the first step and not worry about the unknown and know that, yeah, it might get harder before it gets easier. But if you continue to do this for the next 10, 20, 30 years, and you're not doing anything, you're not communicating, you're not offering therapy, you're not really listening to what it is that you need and want, what's going to happen? Are you going to be in that same place 20 years from now? And man, I know what it was like being in it for eight years longer than I wanted to be. And looking back and going, why did I stay so long? Why didn't I get out sooner? I could have been so much happier. But you know, we can what if, should have, would have all day, every day. That's not what matters, but I'm here to just share with you how it's affected me and my relationships and my life and my happiness. Know that you're not alone. There are so many other women that have either gone through similar or are going through similar and they don't understand how to navigate this because there are so many questions. There are so many unknowns. There's a lot of fear, but you have to do it for you. 
You have to do it for you because your happiness matters. And it doesn't matter what you're unhappy in. You exude how you feel. Your emotions drive your decisions. People feed off of you. They see it. And it's just going to lead you down this path where you're still going to be unhappy if you don't do anything, if you don't change anything, if you don't have that conversation, if you decide that you want to leave and you don't take that first step, you're just continuing to do this to yourself year after year after year. And if you're anything like me, you know how exhausting that feels now. Whatever time that you've been putting in feeling exhausted doesn't get any better. And I know that I would have loved to stop feeling that way a long time before I actually stopped feeling that way. So the best thing that I can offer to you is don't guilt trip yourself about this. You are not alone. You deserve happiness. And if you've been having these thoughts, you need to take that first step. You need to decide what that looks like. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have it figured out. You just have to know what the first step is and start there and let the rest of it follow. But you got to know, you have to listen to your gut. If this is what you want, what are you going to do about it? Because it's not up to anybody else to change this for you. And even though it's hard, and I know, I know, I know all the what ifs, all of those thoughts come rushing, all of that fear, it just overwhelms you. I know, but you got to take it at bite-sized pieces at a time and know that this is only going to be what is right for you. If this is how you feel, it will end just how it's intended to end. And by end, I mean the new beginning, right? Because you're kind of starting over. Whichever way that you look at it, you're shifting gears. And that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing for you to even recognize that you are unhappy or that you are feeling stuck in your relationship and you shouldn't feel guilty for it. Just know that I have your back. I know that there are plenty of other women out there who can resonate and vouch for you where you are right now. I know because I've had conversations with them just recently. This is just part of your story and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. This is what's going to be best for you if this is what you decide. And try as hard as it is to not let anybody justify your decision. And as hard as it is, don't let yourself be talked out of something that feels right. If you've given yourself time to think and you've been thinking on this for years, listen to yourself and trust yourself and remind yourself again and again that you are capable of doing hard things and you don't have to have all the answers. What's meant to be will be. And I believe that. And also before we say goodbye for today, I do want to remind you that I'm available all the time. You can get a hold of me on Instagram at SheWakesUp. You can email me at Stacy at SheWakesUp.com. And that's Stacy, S-T-A-C-Y. We don't have any E's here. It's just the five letters. I know. <laughs> Happens all the time. Um, but yeah, I'm always available to you. I have a 30-minute free consultation that I can sit down and We can go over what coaching looks like and how I can help support you and whatever it is that you're feeling stuck in. And if that means relationships, then absolutely, I'm here to help with that. And there is no commitment with that 30-day consultation. It's just you and I sitting down, chatting, and seeing if there is any way that I can help navigate the hard with you. So if you're interested in that, I do have a link in my Instagram bio at SheWakesUp. 
So just head on over there and hit me up anytime. I'm so happy to just have a conversation with you. I appreciate you being here as always. If you haven't yet left me a review, please go over to iTunes and scroll all the way down. It takes just a couple of seconds, five stars, and just comment if you want. I really, really appreciate it. And I will see you next week. Um, starting in May, I have some really cool news to share with you. So make sure that you stay tuned and you subscribe so that you can get all of the juice. I hope today's episode helped you in some way. If you know somebody that this could benefit, please share that with them. Love you all, and I will talk to you next time.